Not so fast, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Black cats have many cool qualities and represent a a bunch of other things around the world. They resent things, too, but that's just because they're cats. That has nothing to do with them being black. (laughs) (laughs) While you settle in our canines, I will just do a little bit of preambling. If I can. I'm sorry, did you say you'd do a little bit of rambling? I said preambling. Oh. <laughs> you know, like official things have preambles and episodes have preambles. Okay, we just do it. It's okay, a thing. Okay, okay. This is episode 17 of CritterCast. And, and, you know, we could say it's a lucky number. I don't know. For some people, somebody out there, 17 is their lucky number. So this one's for you. But yeah, it is episode 17 of CritterCast, and unfortunately, our very last of Spooktober. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was our last episode, and I was going to be like, Karina, we never discussed this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just decided we're putting an end to the podcast today. Episode 17, we're not finishing. We're just done right now. (laughs) We're not even going to do a a nice 20. No, we've just started. Like, okay, good. Finally got our footing off the ground. No, it's just our last episode of Spooktober. Oh, I know it's it was ending. So fun. It's been fun. Well, we still we haven't even really delved into the this episode, so we still have an episode okay. left to enjoy, and all then right, we get good. to do all the posting for this episode. Yeah. So extra fun, and we'll officially end Spooktober with our Meet the Critter video for next week, which will go live on Halloween, and that will be the official end of Spooktober because <sighs> then we have to start diving into Thanksgiving already, you know. We, we won't necessarily do a month full of, like, Thanksgiving okay, creatures. Good. But maybe we should focus on, uh, you know, all, for all of November, creatures, critters. Because mm-hmm. we have to go back to critters. Yeah. No more creatures. Because right. Halloween will be over. Yeah. Uh, focus on critters that we're thankful for. Like, that do a lot of good stuff, either for us personally or for yeah. the world. That sounds awesome. And I'm sure we can, I'm sure the ones we already have lined up can fit in that category. Oh, yeah, exactly. We just, that'll be our focus for our November episodes. We'll I love like, it. Why are we super thankful for these yeah. critters? Because people seem to love our corn snake episode, which is titled Thank You, Corn Snakes. And we were very, we are very grateful for corn snakes. It's so fun. I make the kids in my human education presentation say that. <laughs> Thank uh, you, corn snakes. Yeah, I'm like, why do they, you know, I talk about why they are called corn snakes, and we talk about the fact that they live in corn fields and corn silos and eat rodents. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, that's a really good thing, eating rodents. Everybody yeah. should say thank you. So say thank you. And they'll go, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but uh, that was a little off topic. Regardless, it is 17. We are delving back into the CritterCast world and a lot of exciting stuff oh my God, has happened so this past stuff. week. So firstly, wow. if you requested a postcard, they will be delivered to us tomorrow, which is before uh, before you guys are listening to this because yeah. we're actually recording this like days in advance. Like in advance. It's advance. a miracle. I know. Not like crazy advance, but you know, like a couple days before it goes live is when we're recording this. So they'll be delivered to us by Friday, which means that we'll be able to get them out into the mail if Ooh. you requested them via mail pretty quickly. They may or may not get to you on Halloween depending on how quick your postal service is right. and how far you are from us, but hopefully you'll get them. And if you decide that you would like a postcard, we did order some extra. Uh-huh. So if you decide that you'd like one after the fact, we might have a couple more left over. We Absolutely. also now have the design saved on the website so we can make another order at a, a different time um, and see how it goes. So the postcards are here and Yay. they will go out and that's very exciting. Is Fun there, Halloween postcards. 
Is there something else that is now here that we are very excited about? Yes, and I did make a post about it on our Facebook page, and it did get a couple likes. Our Patreon is live! It's alive! <laughs> it's live, and we have been continuing to make adjustments, so if you checked it out when we first did our Facebook post and seemed to notice that it was a little bland, there was stuff on there, but it was bland, check it out again, because there's new stuff there. It's so exciting. Yeah, and we're adding new stuff as we go. We wanted to get it live, get it out there, mm-hmm. you know, at our goal date, otherwise it was never going to happen, but it is up. There is tiers mm-hmm. set up that you can choose to donate this amount of Ooh. money to us. So exciting. It goes from $1 to $25 a month. That's right. And you know. let's, let's talk about that for a minute. So if you love learning about animals, mm-hmm. if you love animals, mm-hmm. if you love terrible puns, mm-hmm. um, and to people who like to hear themselves talk, mm-hmm. then... More than probably a normal person <laughs> should. Maybe just a, a little Whatever. More. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe consider donating just a dollar just a dollar a month twelve dollars a year it's way less than your amazon subscription yeah and you're going to use it because you know you're already if you're already listening to these yeah then you're already getting your money's worth yeah exactly. just like tacking on a dollar to your itunes yep. your apple music or your spotify um it's a dollar and for a dollar you get fun stuff you get access to all of our exclusive yes um audio bloopers once a month Mm -hmm. and everybody who joins no matter what um what level you join at gets a thank you postcard and they'll be halloween for now because those are the ones we have but we'll be doing you know non-halloween postcards seasonal ones seasonal ones just fun random ones um so you'll get a thank you postcard no matter what level you join at and even our cheapest most basic level if you'd only like to donate a dollar a month which is totally fine oh yeah in Um, fact it's more than fine it's amazing (laughs) exactly (laughs) you get access to that special audio bloopers and then if you're not familiar with patreon the way it works is there are different tiers so different levels you can choose different amounts you can choose to Mm -hmm. donate each month and for each of those tiers we've added on additional benefits for you just as extra incentive none of it will make your CritterCast experience any less if you don't do that. Oh, no. Um, you will still get our full weekly episodes, even if you can't donate or choose not to donate. Yeah. It's your money. Do yeah. with it what you will. We love you either way. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Yes. <laughs> if all you can do is tune in, that's totally that's fine. That's amazing. Thank you Please so much. Please keep doing that. <laughs> um, but if you decide that you really love us and you want to help us fund this podcast, then you can choose to join at different levels and get lots mm. of cool stuff. It's all broken down on Patreon in the tier descriptions. You'll see exactly what you get when you sign up for that tier there's also going to be a video going up live there that explains this more in detail and Mm -hmm. we'll post it on our facebook page as well so that everybody can see what patreon is all about if you're unfamiliar with it yeah i know we have what extra you can get out of us exactly like (laughs) we will do more for you it's a thing we'll do everything for you we will do so much for you we're a little obsessed with you (laughs) um so our patreon is live and we'll be doing put bigger pushes for um, getting it out there into the world once it's kind of fully where we want it to be. It's yes. almost almost it's there. It's fully visualized. Yes. <laughs> um, but it looks nice. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, we've got fun sweet. pictures. I think my favorite part of our Patreon uh-huh. is the fact that we decided to name our tiers fun, interesting <laughs> tiers. What are some of our tiers? 
I'll just, you know, our, our tiers in order, we start with Poppy's Pals, which I think is so fun. Um, so each of them is named after a critter. We couldn't do all of them because we right. weren't going to create that many tiers. Um, but, and I love alliteration, and I think you love alliteration I, too. Of course it's I love the alliteration. Best critter I cast. Lo- I love alliteration lots. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got Poppy's Pals, Basil's Buddies, Gatsby's Gang, Corny's Club and Tinkerbell's True Love because that's our that's our top tier for somebody out there anybody out there who like <laughs> loves us just so insanely much know that if you choose to donate to that top tier Tinkerbell is honestly your true love <coughs> so much so so much um, but again nothing and the, the great thing about setting up a Patreon as well is if we get to a point where we're able to not be spending our own personal money on stuff for the podcast we're going to be able to be doing more yes because we both have more passion based careers <laughs> and less financially based careers right we do what we love I don't and know what you're talking we about. enjoy what we do um but we don't do it for the big money no, it's true <laughs> and uh, CritterCast is the same. We did not sign up for this to make money. This will never be, you know, a, a no, way that we're trying to make us, money. A um, we're always striving to put out good content, regardless of how much money we ever make, if anything at all. But if CritterCast is able to make its own money, we'll just be able to do so much more for you guys that we wouldn't be able to afford otherwise. Yeah. That's the big thing about yeah. Patreon is just you giving money specifically to the podcast. It's not to us. It's not to, <laughs> like, our personal Wait, ba- bank it's, account. It's, it doesn't – I don't get to no, use it, doesn't it just to go, buy, <laughs> like – I don't know what, but something. <laughs> it doesn't just go in Cassie's pocket. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it goes to the podcast. That's the, the beauty of Patreon. But we will explain more about that um, in future videos and once we have it fully up and running. But until then, it's really time to just start chatting yeah. up our yeah. very fourth Spooktober creature. Of course, we have our our regular co-host with us today, but he's, he's extra special today, uh-huh. isn't he? Aren't you, Eleven? Are you an extra special co-host today? Can you tell us why you're an extra special co-host today? He's being uncooperative. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) Counterproductive. Okay, anyway... (laughs) Eleven, our our regular co-host, who chooses to join most of our episodes because he likes to sit on the table while we do things, is also the subject of today's very final Spooktober (gasps) Critter episode. Ellie, baby, you can be famous! So uh, we have, of course, it's not just about Eleven, but, you know, he fits into that category. We're not doing an entire episode on Eleven. Oh, I... (laughs) have to pause this so I can take new notes. <laughs> uh, so to recap, our Spooktober so far, we started off the month talking about crows. Crows. That was our very first Spooktober creature. And yep. I have to tell you guys, like ever since we did that episode, and I feel like this is true of every animal <laughs> we've covered. It's like when you think about buying a car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere right. or when you're thinking about buying something. We talked about crows and now I've seen, and part of it is it's Halloween season. Right. I've seen so many like crow things all over the internet. Yeah. 
like crow articles. Yep. People are sharing them. People that haven't listened to the podcast, so I just keep posting the link to our page. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice. We did an episode on this actually. If you want to listen, oh, in. if you like crows, here's some cool information. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so our first our first Halloween episode, we talked about crows and ravens mm-hmm. and other such birds like that. And then we delved into Black Widows, and we did our Freaky mm-hmm. Friday swap we and did. talked about our spooky spider friends. And then last week. To all the toads we've loved, we 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 told an, an unwritten love letter to toads, um, and how they were really unfairly aligned with the Halloween yes. spirit. But if you haven't listened to any of those episodes, and it's before Halloween, and you're just looking for all the Halloween related things, go for it. Yeah. Or if you're one of those people that it's November and you have a really hard time letting Halloween go, like me, you can listen to all of our Halloween episodes and just pretend like it's still October. Because in in those moments, Perfect. for that one hour, it'll still be Halloween this for is you. What I plan to do every <laughs> oh. day of November. I'll, <laughs> let's not, be honest, every day up until until, like, until Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you're like forget Thanksgiving. It's still Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Um, but exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny the way we'll like have so much buildup for holidays and then like midnight that day you're like, okay, it's over. Right. Whatever. Move on. Move forward to the next holiday. When's Christmas? <laughs> Better start baking. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> ah. So for our fourth Halloween episode, I'm sure most of you could guess. We didn't even really, we'll post some hints, but I'm sure most of you could guess. Obviously we had to delve into black cats. <gasps> That's you. She's talking about you, Ellie Belly. One of our one of our silky, slinky feline friends here in the Crittercast home is Eleven, and he is an all a stunning all black cat. I think well, he's got a tiny patch of white. He's yeah. He's not <laughs> all black. He's Aww. very close to black, but he's not quite there, which is how I came up with his name. Because if he was as black as Midnight, I would have named him Midnight. But he's not quite there, so he's Eleven. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about black cats because obviously they're an iconic Halloween creature because they are the witch's companion. There yeah. are other cats, you know, we know McGonagall is a tabby and, and Hermione has Crookshanks, the big orange fluffy dude, but in more Halloween yeah. lore outside of just Harry Potter, it's black cats. Yeah. All and the way. So I wanted to know like, Why? what's up with that? Yeah. Right. So I did, that's kind of where I started my research for this week was just because black cats are like other cats and yeah. we've already done a kittens episode and we'll do an adult cats episode again later. Yeah. So we didn't want to spend a ton of time talking about like all cats. Like facts. scientifically, what are cats? Right, like, exactly. Everybody knows what cats are. Yeah. People have more of cat knowledge than of yeah. most of the other critters we'll talk about. Right. And I do have some information that's more on the scientific side about like what their genetics make them prone to and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that stuff's pretty cool, too. But I really wanted to figure out, like, where does this connection come from? Yeah. Why are they lucky in some cultures and unlucky in yeah. others? Yeah. Where does that, you know... Yeah, exactly. What's what's going on here? And the thing is that I found a lot of kind of contradictory information. Um, people who were... It's, it's theories, right? People who are saying, here's what I think it is mm-hmm. based on this evidence, and here's what we think it is based on this evidence. Yeah. And the the dating seems to go back to, people seem to trace it to slightly different times, mm-hmm. um, and there's solid evidence for all of those. Yeah. But it always comes down to two main things. It comes down to, number one, religion. Yeah. And number two, women's rights. 
women's rights. Bam. Well, witches, I guess. Exactly. Anytime you're talking about witches, we're automatically delving mm-hmm. into women's rights and yep. how we have the right to, you know, be normal, functional people right. without being called witches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so looking back at some of the history for it, I found this article um, that was written by Kim Honda. It's called A Witch, A Catwoman, Catwoman's Patriarchal Roots. And she claims, well, she makes an argument that the connection between witches, cats, and Halloween is grounded in early Christian patriarchal fears about um, feminine or female divinities, like the cat goddess women from, um, or the cat women goddesses from ancient Egypt, like Mm -hmm. Bass and other, um, like, really strong women who were who were worshipped. Right. And that was a threat to their patriarchal leadership structure, as well as being, of course, a threat to the religion that they were working on spreading. Right. So they um, they kind of underwent a marketing campaign to rebrand both the women and the cats that were so associated with the women. Because they were like, um, excuse me, Mm -hmm. this is not the world we want to live in. Yep. And we know that, like, before it seemed like women had equal rights, but, like, that wasn't actually true. No, that wasn't true at all. So, like, we need to... Actually, you should be afraid of those women. They're bad. We should actually kill them a lot. They're actually all evil. (laughs) They're witches, you guys. Oh, my God. They're in league with Satan. Yep, and that's how they got those evil cats to do their bidding. Well, yeah. It wasn't because they were nice to them. That's another part of it. So another article uh, written by Kristen Nunez for Bustle back in 2016 um, traces the fear of black cats and the connection of black cats specifically to Halloween um, to the superstitions of Puritan pilgrims, specifically the ones who immigrated over here to Plymouth uh, Colony. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she talked about how they really followed a strict Protestant lifestyle, shunning anything that went against their religious beliefs. And since witchcraft was viewed as a practice that worshipped the devil, the Puritans were, you know, super down on it. Obviously. Yeah. They weren't cool with it. Like, they don't want the devil anywhere near their life. Really, witches were just the original cat ladies. Yes. The original colony caregivers. That's that's exactly (laughs) the argument here. So all of you feral cat colony like leaders, caregivers, community mm-hmm. takers, you are witches now. Yay! Congratulations! Good job! <laughs> um, and so legend had it that witches could transform into a black cat and back. Um, some superstitions believed that <laughs> Satan would give a woman a black cat when she became a witch to be her familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, other legends said that witches could reincarnate into black cats after death. So they killed a lot of black cats. Ah. Yeah. Because, obviously, every black cat you saw either was a witch, yes. like, currently. Yes. Previously was a witch. Mm-hmm. Or was connected to a witch yep. as a familiar. Or or was connected to Satan. To be a familiar exactly. at some point. Yes, exactly. So, either way, just, like, just satanic evil. cats. Yep, totally Get evil. them out of here. Yes. And so, as literature in... Um, <laughs> in the new world about witchcraft became more widespread. There was a period of witchcraft hysteria that reigned between 1560 and 1660 in Europe and in the colonies in New England. So, anyway. So that's Western culture, though. Yeah, and so there's a lot of different belief about um, 
black cats from all over the world. Right. Um, so a black cat arriving in your doorstep in Scotland mm-hmm. means that um, you have prosperity coming to you. Oh. Yeah. So we should be rolling in it. And Scotland is a is a, a Western culture. Yeah. So that's interesting. But, you know, they kind of always, always done. Scotland oh, yeah. and Ireland have always just... Done their own thing. Right, and ignored <laughs> or acted against what England was doing. They were like, the forget us. you, Protestants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't like you. That's right. <laughs> um, and actually in some places in England, except Yorkshire and also in Ireland, if a black cat crosses your path, it's good luck. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What if they trip you, though? That's not good luck. No, that's not good luck. <laughs> that's why they have to successfully cross your path. <laughs> yeah. They just have to walk ahead of you, and you just have to go, okay. Exactly. Just, are you going to, no, you're going to lay down right there. Oh. Just that. Oh. Can you move? Can I step over? Nope. No, that would be. Claws. That'd be bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, also, speaking of Great Britain, if you were to, um, if a friend of yours was getting married and you wanted her to have good luck in her wedding, you should give her a cat. Like any cat? Yep. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost got, that's what I almost got my cousin for her wedding. A cat? <laughs> yes. That would have been a but sign But then that she you told me no much. Because, oh. because she moves a lot. Oh, well. I didn't want to have a, but I almost choice. gave her one of our foster Mine? cats. Oh. No, I, at the time, who did I have at the Lorelai? time? Boo. Mm-hmm. It was Boo, wasn't it? No, that was it would have been way after. Wednesday? We might have had Lorelai. It might Lorelei. have been Lorelai I wanted to give probably her. Probably Lorelai. It would have been lucky. She was lucky. Yeah, she was fabulous. She would have been very lucky to have that cat. Yeah. Whatever. Lorelai is amazing. If you're a single woman in Japan, okay. owning a black cat is believed to increase your number of suitors. That doesn't surprise me at all. Kiki's delivery service. Yeah, that's right. I mean, she wasn't old enough for suitors quite yet, but she oh, was no. going to have plenty. Oh, yeah. Also, Sailor Moon. She had a cat. Mm-hmm. Sailor Venus. Yeah. Also the womanizer of the group. So true. Menonizer. Menonizer. Whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the, literally Venus, the love chain. Right. She also had a cat. Um, if you're in Germany and a black cat crosses your path from... Right to left, good things are on the horizon. But what about left to right? Yeah, then you're shit out of luck. It just doesn't matter, or it's bad luck? No, it's bad luck. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate things that are, like, right, left. It's like, you know, when you're in Hawaii, like, depending on what side you put the... Like, any, I just... I can't I can't keep track that. of that. No. I can't keep track. <laughs> I'll just pretend, like, anytime I see one, I'll just be like, oh, that's the good one. It's, it's a good... Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I don't plan on going to Germany anytime soon, but, you know... If I ever end up there one yeah. day. There's supposed to be really good food in Germany. And mm. castles. If, or just castles. If I liked German cats, food. Lots of cats. Like I wouldn't like German food very much. I feel like you would probably like German food. We'll have to go try some German food. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk about sailors. Sailors? Sailors. Like, <laughs> like... Sailors as in I on ship sailors? Yes. Okay, because we were just talking about Sailor <laughs> Moons, and I'm like... That's a perfect segue. I know. <laughs> segue. So, sh- sailors on Earth, okay. Sailor Moon. Sailors on the sea. Yes. Sailor Sea. Sea, sea what? what? <laughs> Sailor Pacific. You know, the ones that wear those cute little hats. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, tell you a tale of the bottomless blue in... <laughs> nope. I don't... I know there's a sailor in that song. Uh-huh. I just can't remember the lyrics. Sure. It's fine. <laughs> so, 
for um, for sailors in the British Army, well, in the British Navy, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry about that, not only were cats welcome aboard British vessels to hunt mice, but they also thought that black cats in particular would bring good luck and ensure a safe return home. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, it's funny, you don't think about cats living on boats, do you? No, but they're hugely helpful. Oh, right, because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe don't bring the plague over? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, maybe more sailors should have had black cats on their boats. It's true. Yep. It's and true. easy to feed because, hello, just fish for some fish like once every three days. Give them some scraps of what you eat. They're good. And they're fine. They're handy little scavengers. Yeah. They can scavenge anything. Oh, yeah. And if you don't feed them, they'll just eat your food. They'll just get a seagull. It'll yeah. come down. They're fast enough. Yep. They got yep. one. An albatross. <laughs> <laughs> that have to be a big cat. <laughs> or a very smart one. <laughs> Um, okay, so a lot of the the kitties got kind of a reputation for being really good uh, mascots. Mm-hmm. And so one kitty in particular is a, a cat named Tiddles. Okay. Who, who traveled more than 30,000 miles during his time with the Royal Navy. Uh-huh. And his, his favorite pastime was playing with the capstan's bell rope. I don't even know what that would be, but I assume it it's sounds the like rope a string. Yeah, it yeah. just it sounds like a string. Yeah, and yes, yeah, yeah, that right. seems right. Seems perfect. Uh, the only thing is that if you're a sailor, things get a little bit tricky because sailors pretty notoriously superstitious. Right. Uh, <laughs> they also thought that if a black cat jumped onto your ship and then jumped off again before you left harbor, that that ship was pretty much doomed to have bad luck. Oh no! Yeah. What if it came back again? I don't know if there were provisions for that. Because, like, as long as it was on the ship when you left, I it think should be good. I think if it got on your ship and they decided it didn't want to sail with you, it then just you meant, were in trouble. It's because they're psychic. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, they're just attached. Yes. Yep. Or maybe they were dropping off a hex bag and a witch was placing a curse <laughs> on your ship. Wow. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Could be either way. It's even more complicated if you're a pirate. Oh, no. Did you hear that giant Yeah, I snore? did. I did. <laughs> He's having some nasal passage issues, okay? <laughs> Ruru, you're not welcome in this conversation. You're not a cat. And if you were a cat, you would not oh, be a black cat. He looks very offended. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> so for pirates, uh, if you had a black cat that was walking towards you, it's bad luck. However, if it's walking away from you, that's good luck. If the cat gets onto this, to the ship and then back off, it's definitely going to sink. But if you can get the cats to do any of those things on command, it's really impressive. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no luck involved. No. It's just like, wow, bravo. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you must have very high value treats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, fishermen and fishermen's wives saw black cats as good luck as well. Uh, most of them liked to keep them j- just like private fishermen like to keep them on their ships or in their homes. And so black cats became so highly valued that some people couldn't afford them. Oh. Mm-hmm. At what point was this? Yeah, I don't know. But sometime in the 16 to 1800s. God, we have made such a turnaround, and it's yeah. so frustrating. Yep. It's just like we were doing so well for so long. I know. Can we please get back to that? Actually, it sounds like maybe we are, because there's, um, at least in the animal rescue 
world, Mm -hmm. there's been uh, a lot of evidence to demonstrate that black cats are the last cats adopted from shelters. They tend to stay in shelters longer. Yes. But recently, the ASPCA did some research and claims that that's no longer true. Oh. Yeah. They they suspect that now if you see more prevalence of black cats in the shelter, it's because there's just more black cats than there are other colors of cats. Yeah. But they say that... At this current moment, they're not seeing any scientific trend towards black cats staying longer in shelters. That's good. So that's nice. That means that it means that all of the fighting mm-hmm. and campaigns that have been going on for the past couple decades have yeah, been effective. Exactly. That's also a national organization. Right. So they're not looking at local places. Yeah. So it might be different depending on where you're from. Absolutely. I know both areas I'm from, they always do tend to overload on black cats, Mm -hmm. but it's never because people come in and are like, ew, I don't want a black cat. I have been told, oh no, I don't want a black cat. That's bad luck. Several Mm -hmm. times while I was doing adoption counseling and I said, well, (laughs) too bad for you, more for me. I have not um, had that unpleasant experience. Yeah. Ever? Wow. Mm-hmm. No. I got told that at least three times. Yeah, I've never had anybody tell me that straight to my face. Huh. I don't know if they don't it's believe it. It's probably because I wasn't in an official capacity. They were like, oh, just another volunteer. I can say whatever I want yeah, to I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, I've certainly had people say all kinds of offensive things about why they don't want adult cats yeah. or why they don't want, like, two cats mm-hmm. or why they don't want cats in general. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of hate out there for cats. Poor kitties. <laughs> but, um, None of it. At least none that comes to memory. And I feel yeah. like I would remember it pretty distinctly. I'm pretty sure you would. I've just been lucky enough to meet a lot of people who either just don't really have feelings yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. Or who are like, yes, I love black cats. Yeah. That's right. Because here's the thing. Like, so far, overwhelmingly, mm-hmm. they've been lucky versus unlucky in most cultures. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really just, like, the prevalence yep. of the stupid Puritans. Yes. That has left us with any lingering. Yeah. Well, because it connected them to witches, which became a big Halloween thing. Yep. Which is why they just keep getting brought up every year mm-hmm. as the Halloween Thanks, cat. Puritans. Nobody liked the Puritans, man. Nobody still liked Even the Puritans. the Puritans didn't like themselves. No, in fact, they. That's I think the that whole was the point. root of the problem. Yes. yes. They just had so much self hatred because yep. you could never be fully pure. And that's just <gasps> the most frustrating. But they were pure. Itins. But but you that's what they strove for, that's what they should have been. They couldn't. But they're humans. So there's no way they that were must ever, have been you know. such a frustrating life. Right. Such a stressful life to yeah. live. No, thank you. I don't pity them though. No. Nope. Because they did awful things. Yeah. So like, <laughs> right. So I don't pity like, them. Maybe understand a little bit, but also Yeah, no, you suck still. Yeah. So I found some really cool stuff about just black cats in particular. Like genetically. Mm-hmm. Oh. Genetically. Science it up, girl. All right. So number one, there's not just one black cat breed, which I assume you already know. Oh, yes. But some people might think that most black cats that they see are all one type of a black cat breed. Yes. There's actually 22 recognized cat breeds that can have solid black coats. And that's not even including, like, the domestic short-haired cat here in America, which is the the majority of... Right. The mutt of the cat (laughs) world. It's just your, like, I hate when people look at cats at the shelter and they're like, so what breed is this? And I'm like, it's It's a a cat. cat. (laughs) It's an American shelter cat. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, American short hair and British... American short hair is not technically... British short hair is a breed. Yes. American short hair is not an official breed. Right. um, Which is why we choose to call it a domestic short or medium-haired cat because... American short hair isn't really a breed. It's no. listed in like a lot of um, 
rescue like websites mm-hmm. like on pet finder and stuff but it's not a real breed no so i don't know why people put it on no i know people kind of all assume that they they see black cat and they're like oh must have some bombay and i'm like does this look like a bombay cat to you yeah they're very distinct yeah yeah this is not a bombay cat it's just black it's it's just a, a mutt yeah the thing <laughs> is too i'm actually you probably will talk about this i will let you okay spill your facts <laughs> well so i was just gonna say a couple of the different breeds that can have solid black coats if you are looking at a specifically bred cat. Mm-hmm. Norwegian, Which I don't know why you would. That's nuts, but okay. You know, whatever. <laughs> Norwegian forest cats. The big fluffy cats. Yes. Like 20 plus pound cats. Yeah. yeah. They, they, come they in all seem black. to have lovely personalities, but like, do you want to feed a 20 pound cat and brush it? No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. No. They, they seem lovely, though. They do seem lovely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Japanese bobtails. Mm-hmm. Scottish folds. Adorable. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a black Scottish fold. Usually I, th- you think gray, really right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But nope. Also comes. And then, of course, like you were saying, the Bombay cat is probably what most people picture. It's that. And it's that copper-eyed, all-black, short hair that were smushier bred. face. Yeah. Smushier face. Bred to have a resemblance to a black panther. Yes. So they were bred Shiny in the 1950s cats. by a woman named Nikki Horner. They're only from the 1950s. Yeah. It's not even a 100-year-old breed. No. And they're like... Very well known yep. as a breed. Yep. They're that well, they're classic very sleek. They are gorgeous cats. I mean. He is not a Bombay. <laughs> Don't pretend. <laughs> you are not a Bombay cat, my friend. No, no. Your fur is too long anyway. Yeah. It's the wrong type of fur. Mm-hmm. But you are stunning. He is beautiful. Midnight's so got handsome? more Bombay type fur, but Midnight is not a Bombay. Mm, no, but he does have more of that smushed face. Yes. It's yeah. true. Yeah. A little bit more. All right, so let's talk about some other cool things. Their coats can rust. With age? Nope, with sunlight. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Right. Because Midnight definitely has far more red tones. Yes. And I don't know that, I mean, he may have been like that for most of his life because at the point that I got him, Mm -hmm. he'd been living outside for at least a year. Right. Like, exclusively outside. So, in the dark, like, when you're inside, he looks black. And then when you see the sunlight, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, this cat has very dynamic colors. Yes. And I just kind of always assumed that that was true of all black cats. Because, like humans, Mm -hmm. there's really no such thing as a true black hair. Yes. Because, like, that would be absence of color. And then you get into all the complex things. Mm -hmm. But his is, like, extremely red in the sun. Yes. He's an Irish cat. Well, and he's... (laughs) He spends the most time in the windows of all of our cats. That's true. Too. Sunning himself. Yeah. He wants to be a redhead. He does. <laughs> he wants to be ginger. He does. He's just like the doctor. Exactly. We should have named him 11. No, we should have <laughs> named him the doctor. Ten. We should have named him 10. <laughs> so the, the way that the, um, the black cat fur and the genetics for that fur works is that there are three variants of the black fur gene. Solid black, brown, and cinnamon. And that hue works in conjunction with a pattern. So if a cat has a solid black hue, but also a dominant tabby striped gene, Mm -hmm. heavy exposure to the sun can make the melanin pigment pigment in its fur break down to reveal its underlying stripes. The tabby stripes. Yes. Black tabbies, man. Yep. Which... I think so handsome. I love a good solid black cat, yeah. but like it would be a dream to own a, or smoke. Some people yeah, the call smokes. them smoke tabbies, yeah. but Just a black gorgeous. tabby essentially, where you can see the stripes mm-hmm. underneath the yeah. black color. So some some more cool things about genetic mutations in the black cats. 
Researchers at the National Institute of Health have discovered that the mutation that causes a cat's fur to be black is in the same genetic family as genes known to give humans resistance to diseases like HIV. Oh. Yeah. And so um, some people think, some scientists think, that the color that these cats have may have less to do with camouflage and more to do with disease resistance. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Genetics are wild. I I never wanted to study genetics because they're way too complicated. They're very complicated. And that's how you can get things like that, where cats that tend to have more disease resistance might all be of a certain color. What? Because, like, they just kind of tack themselves... On to different genes. Yeah. They're like, hello, I am a gene here for disease resistance. I want to be, this is my buddy gene now. I, I'm a color. And then they just like, <laughs> come pretty. together. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> come together right now. Mm-hmm. So since cats can experience many of the same health issues that humans can, such mm-hmm. as cancer, HIV, and Alzheimer's, to mm-hmm. name a few, because they can get some of those same diseases, they also make great models for figuring out what's the causes of those diseases and how might we treat them, especially since they live a more accelerated life. Mm-hmm. So we can do um, better longitudinal studies on them than mm-hmm. we can on humans. Indeed. So they're kind of hoping, these scientists are hoping that as more cat genomes are mapped, we might get a little step closer to understanding and possibly even curing HIV, some forms of cancer, and Alzheimer's. Wow. Right? Wild. Also, did you know that they're... Well, black cats, of course, can be male or female. Right. They are much more likely to be male than female. Somehow, that doesn't surprise right? me. <laughs> I say, as we have three male black cats in this house, all males. All males. All the boys. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, you know, obviously we have females, too, but it's boys. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. At least they're perfect boys. <laughs> Sure. Okay. <laughs> You're the one that had fur in your dinner today. <laughs> he just wanted to share an adult no, meal. No, he just with wanted to eat our food. Right. That's but then his not definition. Eat it. He just wanted to <laughs> he lick just it. Wanted to lick it. Gross. <laughs> he just really liked that onion tomato jam you made. <laughs> oh goodness. So there is a Black Cat Appreciation Day. Yes, we and know. It we celebrate is August seventeenth. Indeed. So dress up as a black cat and rescue a black cat for next year's August 17th. Yes, but not every year. Please don't rescue a black cat every year. At some point, you will Maybe have 20 cats. Maybe just make a $5 donation yeah. to your local <laughs> SPCA. <Right>? Or <laughs> sponsor an adoption fee of hey, a black cat. There you go. No? Yeah. Like, That'd maybe don't rescue a black cat every year. Just because that's hoarding. I guess that could be a little excessive. <laughs> yes. Uh, some other reasons that perhaps you might consider if you are not hoarding, but would like to invite one or two black cats into your life. Mm-hmm. The reasons that you might want a black cat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so A, mini house panther. Yes, obviously the most, and yes. like the most appropriate cats to name black panther names. Oh, yeah. We all know he's the hottest superhero mm-hmm. in always. Yes. <laughs> uh, some other reasons. They're like little ninjas. Yes, mm-hmm. if that's what you want in a cat. 
You I'm, want to be able to never find your cat until it's right there on yeah, top of you. They do blend into the shadows and everything else. It's true. Which, on the other hand, also is super helpful because if you just go for an all-black wardrobe, you never have to worry about having cat hair on your wardrobe. No, it's just there. You just, yeah. You just Aesthetically pleasing, thing. just like all black. Yep, yep. Also, two of the all-time best cats in all the world ever were black. Which cats? Can you guess? No, just tell me. Well, A, Salem. Okay, but he's not real. <laughs> I Wow, I honestly feel really attacked right now. And also, Salem Saberhagen was a human in a cat body, and he was a trash human. Well, I think that also means that all black cats are secretly <laughs> human males formerly. Serving time in, yes. who tried to take over the world. Yes. Because, well, not necessarily. War criminals. Not necessarily, because the other best one ever is Thackeray Binks. <laughs> so made up cats. You're talking about the best fictional cats. I'm sorry. I don't know the distinction like, you're drawing here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I remain that Luna is the best fictional cat of all okay, the Luna cats. Okay, Luna is very, very cool. And also she's like a purple black. Like, you know she's supposed to be right. black, but she's totally purple. Yep. That makes her yep. awesome. There also is an amazing cat in the Crestmancy series books by Diana Wynne-Jones called Throgmorton. That was one of my all-time favorite cats, too. I mean, I love fictional cats, so I'm kind of down for, like, any yeah. of them. Yeah. I thought you were going to, like, spit me some cool, like, you know, a president's cat or oh, something. Oh, no, I'm done with all my facts. Oh, okay, well. I've moved, moved on to purely opinion-based. <laughs> purely opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Salem is, is going to make an appearance in the new... Uh, dark. Yes. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes, and they have cast Salem, Though, and it's I a very say, gorgeous cast. And he went on the red carpet, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you should Google Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina cat red yes. carpet, and you'll see. It's, I have to it's admit. Pretty, it's pretty awesome. I'm a little tempted to watch the new Sabrina. I'm not. Purely for the adorable cat. I mean, yes, but I don't, I, I've heard rumors that he's not in the show that much because the actress a real cat. is. Well, and the actress is allergic to cats. What? Who casts an actress as Sabrina <laughs> who's allergic to cats? Right? <sighs> but black cats in particular, part of the reason we are so excited to talk about them is that both of us have a, a strong passion for black cats. I think I kind of hooked you in to my... Uh, I had always wanted a black cat. When I was 12 or 13, I decided that my goal in life was to get a black cat and name it Juniper. I know. What are you doing? I outgrew that. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the, the black cat. Yeah, you, you got that. I know. I I am uh, known for hooking everybody in my life it's into my true. like black cat passion. Yes. Like everybody are who the... I've helped pair up with a cat has a black cat. You're because the... I was just like, oh, it's this one. You, you'll like yes. it. It's great. Yeah. I don't push any other cats on my friends no. and family members. Only the black cats that I wish I could take home right. that I can't take home. Yeah, you pimp them out real good. <laughs> Because the thing is, I, uh, I've always loved cats, obviously. I've loved cats since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But I never had a, a particular affinity for any color cat. Because mm -hmm. my grandma's neighborhood, there was all kinds of cats. She had quite yeah. a few really adorable Siamese. But I wasn't like, I love Siamese cats. Yeah. Um, my grandma, uh, my other grandma had a Smokey, not his name was Smokey, but a gray, just yeah. a solid gray cat. And a couple of my friends had tuxedo cats. And I just loved cats. So yeah, I was down for absolutely. all of them. And then Midnight was my first cat that yeah. I've ever had. And we've been together for coming up on 10 years Aww. in a month. And actually a couple weeks. We'll be 10 Aww. years together. Um, and, you know, 
this cat comes in and my sister said, it's black. I called it midnight. And then it just stuck. That's, so those are two. We've covered two of our black cats. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the third? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gatsby's a, he's a fun dude. We'll, we'll tell, and we'll tell more of their stories and details. I don't even know how much I'm going to keep in the audio necessarily. Yeah. But I, I love black cats. And since midnight was my first, my very first cat mm-hmm. ever, all of a sudden it was like, I needed to have black cats. Midnight has a more typical cat personality. He's a more subdued cat. Yeah. But they are all quirky. They are. Very, very quirky cats. Yep. And I firmly believe that to be true of black cats. Yeah. I mean, all cats come with their own beautiful and wonderful individual personality. absolutely. But most of the weirdest cats that I've met (laughs) are black cats. And anybody I know who has a black cat has weird stories to tell about them. And, like, not your typical cat stories. Poppy, leave Midnight alone. Um, My mom's got a black cat now that I made her adopt that had a similar story to Eleven when he was at the shelter. He was so unhappy in the cage. He was breaking his little face up. Because he was rubbing against the bars. And hitting his face against the bars. And so I made my mom take him home to, quote, foster. Uh uh Um, That foster line, that works real well. Oh, well, that's what she told my siblings because they didn't want a cat. But, well, my youngest sibling, of course, was dying for a cat. But my older two young siblings, um, they did not want a cat, so she told them they were fostering him until yeah. his nose got better. But she adopted him that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that was not a question. Yeah, yeah. He was for adoption. Yeah. Um, I love him, and I adore him, and I'm so glad that they kept him. I love him a lot, too. Every time I go over He's to visit, sweet. I'm just like, just my big fat cat. <laughs> He's he the have fattest. Some junk in the trunk. He's the fattest cat <laughs> for a cat that has full reign of the house yep. and the garage all day. That hunts and barely eats. Yeah. he eats like a bird, like yep. the lightest eater. He's a fat cat. Yeah, he's got a cat tree. He's got a bunk bed. He's got all and kinds he's very of things active. to do. He plays yes. with your mom's dogs, rough houses yeah. with them. Yeah, just randomly he'll decide to just tackle them and bite them. Bite the heck out of them. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but both. I'm dogs gonna get you. I know. Rawr. And then we. Of course, together convinced our friend Rachel, who has not been on an episode of CritterCast yet, but is a listener now. Yes. So we got you. um, To adopt a senior black cat who at the time was named Diego. Mm -hmm. His name is now Bates, of course. After Mr. Bates from Downton Abbey. It's a very appropriate name for him. He is a a senior, but also black. He's a true gentleman. With a little bit of white on his chest and a section of white on his belly. But when you look at him, you see black cat. You don't see a tuxedo cat. Yeah. He's, He's black. Um, and he is, like, the the foster dad, like, extraordinary. extraordinary. To kittens, yes. to dogs. Yep. Big dogs, small dogs, doesn't matter. He loves them all. Gotta groom them. All yep. of them must be groomed. Yes, they're so dirty. They need and so he was a solo cat for a while until her roommate got a lovely little tri-tabby. And now that's Very his cute. girlfriend. Yes. It's his love. He is, like, the, seriously the most affectionate to other animals mm-hmm. cat that I have ever seen yeah. and the bar is set high because Ellie is also very affectionate to yeah. other young cats he does like to play he's with them. a little he's a little too forceful I think he does, is the thing yeah. and Bates is like yeah. I'll go at your pace it's yeah. fine like mm-hmm. he's a very empathetic cat yeah he's wonderful it's very special also it's just weird the way he sits sometimes like a human it's yeah, very odd he does he's a weird cat he's so cute you know what I mean like he's Gatsby's hilarious. got fetishes Eleven has got <laughs> Quirks at the wazoo, man. <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> but we love him. Uh, our, I just think that they have very dynamic personalities. Yes. If you want, you know, I, I choose to take it as, as a positive. So when Halloween comes around, I like to celebrate with my black cats. Oh, yeah. And, like, 
celebrate the spooky season. Yep. And I, I want to say, and I hope that it's true in most other areas, that black cats are, are fewer and fewer targeted on Halloween for, yeah. you know, I think awful pranks and, and awful things. And I, I hope that people have a, a greater appreciation. I'm glad to hear yeah. that the trend is going up. But, you know, if you're thinking about rescuing a cat, maybe pay special attention to those black cats. Yeah, Find you, the right cat for you. Of course. But, like, if you walk into a shelter and there's six black cats, maybe one of them is the perfect cat Yeah, for you. maybe just don't pass them over. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to miss them in the shadows. Yeah. If they're sleeping. Just look out for them. Yeah. Like, keep a close eye out yeah. for those black cats. Yeah. And also, you know, do it for the women. Mm-hmm. For the witches. Yeah. Get yourself a black cat and you will officially be inducted into the witch society. Also, if if you want to live that feminist lifestyle, maybe adopt a black cat. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely adopt a cat. The symbols of feminism, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> what does it mean when a black cat runs across your keyboard? It means he's about to do some shit. Like, means, stop your recording. It means it's time to wrap up that recording. <laughs> Eleven. Tell CritterCast listeners, thanks so much for tuning in this week on CritterCast when we talked about black cats, what makes them spooky, what makes them lucky, and why we love them so much. Right? And tell CritterCast listeners that they can find us on social media. They can find us on Facebook at CritterCast. They can find us on Instagram at CritterCast Podcast. Mm -hmm. They can find us on Twitter at CastCritter. They can go to our website, CritterCastPodcast.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. They can email us, CritterCastPodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or they can find us on Patreon, Ooh. CritterCast on Patreon. So easy. So many fun ways to find us and get in contact with us. Everybody can do it. Also, start keeping an eye on your mailboxes for those postcards. Yeah, if you haven't sent us your address yet, please send it. And you like want right one. Now. Like right this second. Yes. Yes. Because... Some of what you are you we doing? Know. Stop Some doing of what you you're we doing. We don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's just a thing. Okay, I think Eleven is signing off. <laughs> are you signing off, Ellie Belly? Yes. He's signing <laughs> off. You have to tell them the catchphrase, though. Okay, ready, Ellie? Can you say? <laughs> he cannot. He says, he cannot "I don't say, speak." See you later, alligator. Can you say? After a while, crocodile? (laughs) He left.